Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap, folks. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan. And this week, we're going to be talking about, well, as per usual, we're going to be talking about what we're not going to be talking about. Uh, so we're not going to be talking about Gamescom, which happened, and some of the previews of stuff that's been happening before Gamescom, I should really say. Uh, you know, things like Google Stadia having their event yesterday, uh, which was more of a like how Nintendo does it, where it's kind of like pre-recorded, and they just kind of roll out with some stuff that people have may have already seen, but some stuff they may not have. Um, it was pretty much just them, you know, saying what games that they were going to be showing off. We found out that you know things like Cyberpunk is going to be coming to Google Stadia, and just a few other games that are going to be coming out. Uh, we also found out, well, we're also not going to be talking about uh, the fact that Sony Interactive Entertainment decided to buy uh, the company that made the most recent Spider-Man game, which, you know, is a pretty big game in that I I think a lot of people actually just bought a PS4 for. And um, that one's a bit weird to me, but I mean... They're willing to buy them. They're willing to sell. Who am I? Uh, we're also not going to be talking about the International 2019 opening ceremony because apparently that was a mess. And um, yeah. Also, we're not going to be talking about the fact that Overwatch League, even though they were being really slow with it this year, has already announced their 2020 uh, schedule. And that's a good thing, considering that, you know, this year people were worried, especially what happened with Heroes of the Storm, whether Blizzard was actually going to be continuing with stuff like esports. So the fact that they're saying it from 2019 is great. Uh, we're also not going to be talking about the fact that Sony is actually publishing a game on the Epic Games Store. Um, now, they say that, you know, the developer Robot Entertainment is creating a cute and colorful party game called Ready Set Heroes. And, you know, that's a PlayStation game. They're bringing it to PC now with via Epic Games. So that's interesting. But, uh, you know, I do want to get into what we actually are going to be talking about. And this is actually a topic... Yeah, we're not talking about a lot of things, White Pancakes, <laughs> and I'm glad to see that you're out here early. Uh, you always tend to cut, like, catch me right at the end of the shows. But during our last esports wrap, we actually had a commenter in the live chat uh, talking about the idea of regional video game hubs as a means to showcase and, you know, promote talent within the caribbean and you know so they could live stream show how well they play that kind of stuff that commenter was gregory moore from the jamaica esports initiative a pretty good friend of mine and he's actually here with us today as part of the, this episode greg hey what's up oh it's good man how are things with you uh, not too bad. Um, just here, enjoying not being the host. 
less chewing this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, yeah, like um, when we started up yesterday, well, not yesterday, but last time we had the show, uh, you brought up the idea. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? All right. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, you were basically speaking about, if, if my memory serves me correctly, um, Twitch Mixer um, that kind of thing. Um, and I think involving the whole ninja thing, was that was that um, part that, of it? That was part of it. It was more broadly spaced around um, which, what are the different which one, streaming yeah, platforms like, and stuff like that. Exactly. You're just going through the benefits, the advantages, disadvantages, what have you. So I... As you know, we've been working closely together as well in um, what the work that we are doing within the Caribbean in terms of forming the federations and that kind of thing. And just being uh, being a board member of the Caribbean esports community, um, the federation that's in charge of the Caribbean right now, I... I'm always just thinking, just always thinking about what can be done within our region to to propel our gamers, to to help our fellow man, to you know, to bring some of that attention to where we are. Because as you know, we recently went to Evolution. We brought five players to Evolution in Las Vegas, and we placed within the top percentile of the players. So that's significant. It means that you know, even though we're small, you know, we are still up there we have the skill we have that kind of thing but nobody really knows about us because most persons try to get exposure now in the esports world by going on some kind of streaming platform whether it's youtube mm -hmm. twitch or or any other thing so even when persons compete online they're streaming and you know that's where the following comes that's where the support comes and you know a lot of fame is being built through through streaming and not only games but you know just vlogging and that kind of stuff so my thought was based on just listening to your stream was that maybe it would be a good idea to have while we're developing our region um, for esports we should have our own platform platform or platforms P probably platform um, I don't know if you have your statistics on hand but if I'm not mistaken there's is it like 20 something million people in in the region or is it 40 something i don't know but let's just say it's about 20 something million yeah. i think that is the number right and i mean if you want to 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 add maybe the wider central or or um latin america however it is you want to add but <laughs> let's just say, let's just say for the caribbean then right um we worship all of these guys overseas on other platforms and we bring attention we from the caribbean actually subscribe like take our money and pay to someone overseas probably north america more than likely <laughs> more than likely to to keep their stream alive and i'm saying you know why why wouldn't it make sense for us especially since there's unification happening right now, to have a platform that our players, our streamers, our content gets showcased on that platform. It's a, it's a platform for us, by us, what have you. Um, and this is just one scenario, obviously. There's more scenarios that we can discuss. But 
being on Twitch or YouTube is like, I was just telling a friend of mine, it's like an ocean and you're this, you know, this little fish, this little guppy or this little sardine, <laughs> you know, swimming around, hoping against all hope because as those platforms get larger, the chances of you being discovered get smaller. Yeah. But for a new platform, and and remember, I'm not just referring to supporters from the Caribbean, just saying that it's for Caribbean people because you know you have the diaspora. And I'm not sure if the statistics are the same for other Caribbean islands, but for Jamaica, there are probably an equal amount or more persons living overseas than they are that's living on the island itself. So therefore, and a lot of organizations get support, a lot of nonprofits, a lot of charities, even a lot of private organizations through investment platforms get support from the diaspora, which is everybody else that's not in Jamaica, all Jamaicans that don't reside in Jamaica. So why is it that we don't have that kind of platform? So basically what we wanted to, to tear apart or blow apart is, does it make sense? Um, if it makes sense, should it be something that we license from an existing platform and make it like a Twitch for the Caribbean, like, you know, Twitch Caribbean, or is it just Caribbean streaming network, whatever you want to call it? But I just believe that in order to get our players and our, 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 our content noticed, it's good to, it may be a good idea to have a platform like that. And it could serve as something that you graduate from or you you know you you create a restream account and just restream to other platforms but you know we want to know if you'll have if it's possible for persons to say okay i want to see some caribbean content let me watch this and see who is going what's going on in the caribbean you know tournaments live events whatever you whatever you without having to go through one of the larger networks to try and find Jamaicans, because I can tell you one thing. Well, not just Jamaicans, persons in the Caribbean. If you, it's so hard to find people that are not mainstream in these servers nowadays. You have to go into some really deep searches now, mm-hmm. you know, to try and find persons because one, there's so many similar names. Um, you know, it's just millions of people, like, you know, millions of people. So, you know, let's try. Let's try and see if we can tear that idea apart. So I'll leave that with you to um, to to look into and let's put it under the microscope and let's try and work out what would be the advantages or disadvantages or, you know, get the opinions out there. And um, uh, unfortunately, I'm not actually looking at the chat, so you kind of have to keep me up to date on what people are saying so at least I can respond if there's any questions or whatever for you. That's fine. Chat's being kind of quiet right now, so... Okay. As soon as something happens, I'll let you know. But let's take it from the top. Uh, an idea for a Caribbean-based streaming platform. Um, I remember we had the a little bit of a conversation about it last week where we went did a little bit of a back and forth. And one of the things was about how exactly it would work, whether it be its own platform, which requires a lot of encoding, uh, a lot of work and quite a lot of money to actually get done properly or if we went white collar with um service based which is what uh an option that you also suggested which is where you kind of use something like a mixer or a twitch and rebrand it and that idea kind of worked in my head a little bit 
but I wanted to ask you, what are the possibilities of actually getting a Twitter, or sorry, a Twitch or a Mixer to actually agree to something like that, considering that they're still trying to push their, their main site and that will require them to have special coding just for the Caribbean region. And then not only that, but then once they give us a Caribbean one, what's to say that they won't then get a push to have for other regions? Um, okay, so obviously there's power in numbers, right? There's power in numbers, and there is one of those things that monetization for any digital platform has been an issue since the invention of social media, right? Because right. one of the main reasons why Twitch thrives is because most persons are using their Amazon Prime subscription, right? Um, yep. So, you know, it's a no-brainer for, for Twitch. So Microsoft has to, they have to do their own thing to keep Mixer afloat. So one model that I do like is the YouTube model, which is based on ads. So people get revenue from their um, streams or, you know, whether it's a stream or just vlogging through revenue from ads. So I'm just thinking that a platform such as that we could get the numbers um, and present a case to and oh, you mentioned white color. It's actually white label. So white label. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's white label. Right. So say for instance, um, but white label and licensing. There's also two different things. So um, if you go with so we're looking at the licensing model where we say okay, we're gonna use Twitch, but it's not. It's gonna be branded Twitch Caribbean. So let's work with that body first. So Twitch Caribbean. Why would Twitch be interested in creating a Caribbean version of a platform that's already accessible in the Caribbean? Right? So uh, that's, that's the main question. So in my opinion, it, it may not be as attractive to a Twitch to do that, but at the same time, it will single out what's happening with twitch now is diversity right so right. twitch is actually growing but not necessarily because of games people are actually substituting twitch for what they use youtube for mm -hmm. um i don't know if you saw some i think it was some japanese girls started a twitch channel and it was immediately closed <laughs> down because, you know <laughs> right so and um, politicians, um, what's that guy, the Democrat guy there, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, right? Mm -hmm. he's, he launched a Twitch account and he's doing his campaigning through Twitch. So it could be a situation where it's relevant, based on relevance. So you could have a Twitch Caribbean version that it's everything that's on that platform is related to Caribbean-based um, streaming or Caribbean-based content. Now, what that would do is prevent prevent the Caribbean or the network to have to create or to to go deep into creating um, the servers and whatever background infrastructure that's needed. Why? Because it's basically piggybacking off of what is what Twitch already uses, and it could be. It probably could set up some servers that are that helps Caribbean persons because you know internet and mm -hmm. where servers located all over the place, you don't necessarily get the best connection based on where you are. So 
we could have some infrastructure and you could piggyback off of existing um, networks because I do believe Amazon and Google and um, like there's a company called Terrimark. I think those guys have huge server farms throughout our region. You know, there's one mm-hmm. huge one that's actually being housed in Jamaica um, at, you know, in, in a rural area in Jamaica. So I do believe that Caribbean content is strong simply because especially Jamaica, now I have to be biased to Jamaica, obviously, but um, Jamaica is an infectious country. It's very infectious. Like it's almost as if Jamaica is the Caribbean. If you think what I'm saying, most persons, even if they hear a Caribbean accent, the first thing is, you know, are you Jamaican? And, you know, with our, our, our reggae culture, our dancehall culture, um, you know, I don't know if I can say this on your channel, but like, you know, cannabis, you know, medic- medicinal cannabis. I mean, it's, we're PG-13, yeah. not just, we're like, we're not going to censor marijuana, yeah. <laughs> the word of marijuana. Yeah. But that kind of culture, um, you know, that kind of culture people go for. So I'm just saying that I do believe it's an attractive package. Obviously, you'd want to put it to try and the monetization um, aspect would be the same. So we know people will be using the Amazon Prime. And if it is for the diaspora, you can then single out the, the content and then the diaspora would support it because they'll now say, okay, there's a Twitch Caribbean. So let's see who the Caribbean stars are. You know what I mean? In Instead of just having Twitch, a global Twitch platform where everybody's kind of just mixed up, you know, and I think that kind of model for other things China has done, and we know that China has billions of people, but at the same time, mm. China kind of singles out stuff for their people, and they're successful. So I think there is a pull for where the Caribbean is concerned, and I, do, I don't see why they would turn that down, especially if it's just piggybacking off of um, their existing network, and it may actually encourage our people who we are trying our best, absolute best, to get active within the communities. And some of the drawbacks is that, okay, why do I need to stream? Like, I'll never be as good as this, or I'll never be as famous as he is. I'll never get the attention that I need. I'll never be able to monetize. But it may get people to participate if there's something for them, you know, and we can start to create our own Caribbean superstars out of you. so, so I for starters I'm, hope, chats, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that I answered that, you know. I, I think you did. Well, I don't know about correctly, but you answers it sufficiently and I think that answers it for a lot of people. I don't know if there's a correct answer for that. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> but um apparently chat has gotten a little bit active and mm-hmm. um we have people saying that, you know, you're right. Jamaica is one of the most popular islands in the Caribbean because of music and culture. Um, they also point out that... And the, sports. And sports, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we also have the same person pointing out that the Bahamas is not a part of the Caribbean. We're actually a part of the West Indies. Um, <laughs> okay, well, you know. <laughs> so, but I mean, that brings up... That brings up an interesting point. Like, the Bahamas is actually really and truly not a part of the caribbean we are a part of the west indies Mm -hmm. and so for places like that like 
if we use that as an example, then you have these little uh, underlining sections that may not be falling under there. Like, all right, hold on. So, all right. So let me just broaden it a bit. When I say Caribbean, like, honestly, I really meant. All right. So when you say West Indies, we're talking lesser, greater Caribbean, like that kind of thing. Um, that's where the West Indies, like, I'm not a geograph geography major, but um, let's just say lesser Antilles, greater Antilles, English-speaking Caribbean, and, like, the guys that are being left out in this region. So I really would include um, those islands as well, small islands, and, you know, you know, from the lesser Antilles comes, you know, right back around. So I'm not really singling out just the more popular islands. I'm just saying... Even if it's like a Twitch West Indies, then are you know Twitch, you guys that have been left out. <laughs> so that's really what I meant. Okay. Um, we also have someone suggesting, what about a regional filter for countries instead? Um, kind of like how they have it, where you can do uh, select which kind of language, like English, Spanish, Japanese, whatever it is, and find people based off of that. Maybe finding it based off of where they might have selected that they live or there could be a different check down um me personally i find this one a little weird because i've seen a lot of people that are either in the bahamas caribbean on a whole they won't necessarily state where they're from or streaming from and that kind of stuff they'll just put their name what they play mm -hmm. their age mm -hmm. and their socials you don't um, know yeah, like the bahamian or jamaican or like right and and that's true that is unless you, you unless you're thorough but a lot of people won't pay attention to the fine details so filtering will probably actually filter you out and one thing with persons persons like to get in and start you know filtering too many steps to get to what you want will actually turn customers away and that's something you learn you know, when you're doing this kind of thing, when you're in different industries, you try to make people take as as little amount of steps as possible to get to what they want or to find information they need. Hence, eBay and Amazon and those guys have to continuously change or adjust how people search for products because they continuously just keep getting more listings, especially Amazon. How Amazon's products look now or how they display their products now versus how they used to do it back in the day is is completely different because of that so another thing that filtering poses there may be in well i guess it still means that people may be filtered out you know because then it may speak to different regional stuff whatever you have to do and you you may not have the ability to do a complete re not rebrand but like a reskin then per se so if it if we're using twitch which is as I said, this would be a licensed version of Twitch. Yep. We would have to Caribbeanize it or West Indify it. You know what I mean? And the content, once you're on that platform, that platform is only for persons within the region that it speaks to. You know? So filtering is an option. I just think it's going to make the existing platforms more complex versus just having twitch for the region you know another option that we could look at is a white label option which is which is not which is your own brand basically just using the shell of what a twitch would look like 
do it your own way. The developers create it their own way, um, however you want it. And it's called whatever you want to call it, you know, the West Indian streaming or gamers streaming platform, you know, whatever it is you want to call it, you know, then it will have similar benefits, but you wouldn't have this a hefty licensing fee if it is that the federations want to license it or someone wants to license it. You just kind of, whether it's an outright purchase or a subscription to keep it active. And then you may have, you may have, you may have more or you may have less server options, but if it's being, if you're using like Amazon Web Services, you probably have better serve server options where you want it to be hosted. But I think it will still have the same effect um, for the supporters where, you know, hey, I live, I've been living in Jamaica for, the, I mean, I've been living in um, North America for the past 15 years. I'm a gamer, what have you, what have you. But I never can seem to find Jamaican gamers that maybe are as good as I am because Twitch is so huge. But here comes this Caribbean or West Indian streaming network. Let me check and see if these people can play. You know what I mean? And then eventually persons from, you know, the outside diaspora, they'll be able to log on to this network and see people playing and, and be able to identify. And people can actually scout, you know what I mean? Organizations like you know there are talented people from all over the world. And when we went to EVO, the best Tekken players in the world are from Pakistan. Yeah. And, and even the best players from North America and Japan, they will go to Pakistan and get their, their hands, their asses handed to them. And, you know, a friend of mine was telling me that the person, the, the, the person who won the championship is from Pakistan but he's ranked number four in Pakistan. So he's not even the best that Pakistan has to offer, you know? But nobody knows this stuff. Now, not, not a lot of persons would know this stuff because these guys just exist in Pakistan. And yeah, you do have that. You have the talent here. When persons saw what we were doing and the performance that we did in, in, um, at EVO, you know, we had people running up to us to try to take pictures and all kind of things. So... <laughs> It is, and yeah, it was, that, that's the truth. So we can create our own superstars in our region, but I don't believe we can do it using something that was not created for us. It was, it was created for gamers, but we know that it wasn't created for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's almost like that typical political debate that's happening in, in North America, you know, we need something for us. We need to glorify our work. We need to glorify our people. And that's how we become elevated. And then, okay, these are the superstars from this platform. Nothing is wrong with being a part of another platform, but at least you know if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're a giant on one platform and you decide that you're going to go over to another platform, chances are it would be beneficial for that platform that you migrate to, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like what just happened the other day. So <laughs> I just, I just think it's, um, I think it's, it's for this kind of mindset for our people, because I'm in a lot of groups and basically every group that I belong to is a glow. There is serious glorification for persons that probably don't really care much about us. I don't know yeah. if that is, <laughs> you know what I mean? So 
Not that it, not that we mustn't support our fellow gamers. It's not that I'm trying to create division. I'm just saying that glorification is fine. You can, you know, big up somebody and say, hey, these guys are great. But I'm also great. So we could we, be, we could be achieving the same things, not just me propelling someone else forward when nobody's propelling me forward and where I'm probably better than this person that is being propelled. And the only way to do that is to try to shine a microscope on us. And the minute that happens, you'll see talent, you'll see people, you'll see, you'd see inventions, you'll see platforms, you'll see developers, you'll see all these things just coming out of, of, of somewhere that nobody thought these things would have been possible. You know, um, another another um, another way that we can look at it is like um, how, as I said, how YouTube does it, where you know there are companies over there that are owned by people from our region, the Caribbean, what have you, and they market. They they'd want to find ways to market their products to persons in this region. So even if it is even if it is a situation where you won't get the support from mainstream, and we decide, okay, as a federation. You know, there's 15, 20 countries in this federation. Let us pool our resources together through government, through sponsorship, through whatever it is, to create a platform. And what we're going to do is approach persons overseas that have West Indian heritage or West Indian backgrounds. And what, I can't speak for any other country, obviously, but speaking for Jamaica, the minute that we get notoriety for something, especially with this gaming thing, and I'm seeing it happen now, is that... Persons want to quickly identify with Jamaica, especially with this esports thing. There are people from all over the world contacting and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of the team." You know, since we've the traveling happened, you know, persons from the diaspora have contacted certain agencies throughout Jamaica and say, "Hey, how do we join that national game thing?" And they contact us and say, "Hey, my son is the best in this game, and we live in New York, and he wants to be a part of your team." Blah blah blah. So. We could approach persons with brands that are overseas that may wish to market their products to persons within our region, especially like shipping companies or, you know, companies that, you know, sell products, Caribbean-based products or West Indian-based products. And, you know, use that as a revenue stream to keep the platform active and that 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 would that's also a way that we could keep the keep the keep it up you know you could have service agreements with um, many different organizations that looking for talent that you know that needs persons from the region to do certain things you know just to expose our people so there's i mean however it happens i mean we i guess we can't really figure that out completely however it happens but I just think it needs to happen. And not just from the streaming perspective, even from the event side of things. Like, you know, why is it that right now, you know, Jamaica has one of the best performing stock markets right now, junior markets right now. So getting funding for something like this isn't really that difficult. And also most islands, small islands, large islands, one of their main sources of revenue is tourism. Yep. So tourism funds could be tapped into, you know, islands are small. So somebody must know somebody in some government organization that, that a proposal could be sent to. And it's a Caribbean effort. There's, there are many, um, many 
many um, telcos, like say a Digicel or a Flow or those guys that existed multiple territories, you know. So and they, I know Digicel is huge in in um, server server farms because you know they they have their server farms and they also use other partners for servers. Um, so you know you could reach out to guys like those and say let's host our streaming platform on your web on your servers, and this is what it's gonna do and it's gonna boost your network because then guess what? Persons we can make it a situation where persons get a better deal or they you know the subscriptions or whatever it is. If you have an account with this telco, there's an advantage. So they could get sales from just doing that. So however we do it, I mean yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying I agree with you. Um there's a lot of different ways as to how to make money to do it and even just from the advertising alone, if you break it down into something that's more within just our region, because there's a lot, most people when they watch Twitch, unless they have Prime, they're going to see ads. And sometimes they see a lot of ads. And those ads may not necessarily be relevant. Most of the times right. they aren't there for stuff that's <laughs> in the States. <laughs> I agree. I so agree. Um, to have something that say, you know, local companies, you know, and you're targeting people in the Bahamas, you're targeting people in Jamaica, you're targeting people in St. Lucia, you're targeting people in Guyana, like that kind of thing. And that could be a means to then bring some specific type of advertisement ways. Um, because I think both of us already know esports is becoming one of the most popular forms of entertainment when it comes to being watched um, in terms of, you know, it's growing bigger than places like NFL with the Super Bowl in terms of watch numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, certainly. So when you bring it up like that, that could also maybe be a method for us to say, hey, well, we can maybe do it like that. Um, I do see where chat is doing some stuff and they're saying that we should consider getting a board together sooner than later, a member from each Caribbean, and let's make a start on that website hub server. Well, website slash hub slash server. And it's funny that oh it's that's actually being brought up because that's that's technically what is already happening and that's part of like why you even introduced it the way you did. Um earlier on. Yeah, that that is exactly so there is a possibility that conversation is actually taking place. But um so you know it is all right, so we formed a incubator program in you know, as in, you know, we teamed up with the university here and we're hoping that the federations in the other countries follow suit. But through an incubator project like that, you could have persons that focus on game development or what have you that could come together and do, do that kind of thing, you know. But, you know, it, it, is, it isn't easy. Actually, just the work of the federation isn't easy. But something like this, is is very possible so whoever is you know whoever is um commenting that we should do this that is a good thought and the federations are being formed we're all going to come together hopefully in mexico soon and these are the type of things i will be bringing because i hold a position on the board and you know a few other of our colleagues do so it's something we can raise because it, it only makes sense. It really only makes sense. Or we'll continue, we'll always continue to glorify other people. You know, yeah. we really do need to bring some of that attention to us and draw it. And you never know, we could actually, 
you know, if, if, if talent exists out here, we could actually break some of those servers because people may actually be watching. Nothing is wrong with watching multiple streams or having multiple apps on your phone or your computer to watch streams from. It's like having your television and watching multiple channels. Right. You know, you can tune into your favorite person from the Caribbean or from the West Indies, and you can tune into your favorite, um, your favorite person from North America. It won't stop that. But at least we will be singled out as a group of persons with talent and we may bring attention we may bring some attention to ourselves so uh, that's, that's really how i see how i see it and it's it's good the chat's actually having this particular conversation granted i'm not going to talk about the bpl issues that they're talking about remember how i was talking about electricity last week yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the other topic that they're talking about is uh in regards to people continuously streaming sometimes we have these people that are like a one and done kind of situation or they may not have the equipment properly and stuff like that but if you have something like this would you think that there'd be more people that would be willing to commit more all right so that's i think that's a situation with with our region on a whole and especially in Jamaica, when we just started the JEI and, you know, we had a million persons, well, not a million persons, but, you know, at least a couple hundred persons as streamers. You know, there are some persons that are consistent with their streaming, some persons that streamed for maybe a few weeks because of the whole, you know, new thing, whatever, whatever, and they stopped. The reason why they stopped is because they probably saw one person following or, you know, zero persons following. There's no way you're going to just be, you're not going to get a huge following just like that, regardless of the platform that you're on. But what could happen when we have, if and when we have our own platform, it would be easier to find talent. Why? Because the platform would be driven by the federations or it would make sense for the federations to push the platforms. Why I say that is because the federations will know where the talent lies within the country. So myself, as the president, I could have a streaming initiative or a content creation initiative or content creation workshops or content creation incubator within the university incubator program where we'll set up some stream stations at the university and have our talented players go online or have persons that we know are good characters or, you know, they have that appeal to go online and stream. And then from Jamaica or from Bahamas or from thing or from wherever, we can say these are the best streamers in the country. And then whoever is interested, even if you do not have your own equipment, through the incubator, incubator program or through the workshop program, they could be exposed that way. You know, the islands are small. You know, in most cases, the islands are small. So it's not that we have to go through, sift through so many people that there will be so much talent that we can't find. But if you are genuinely interested in being a content creator and you cannot afford your own equipment or where you are, the internet isn't sufficient, through initiatives like what the federations should be doing where development is concerned, we could expose persons that way. So if the federations all agree that we're going to have this platform, 
We all agreed that we're going to expose our best content creators by inviting them to come to go through the, the workshops or the incubator programs. Then that's, it will definitely encourage persons to do so. If you stream at home and you're a part of the incubator program, we could still list you as so-and-so or one of the best persons from Jamaica or somebody to look out for. We can then also identify influencers from each island or each region, what have you, to, to cross stream like what they're doing in North America where you have multiple persons on one stream playing one game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We could have, just like what they're doing overseas, cross streaming in tournaments or competitions where there's some kind of prize or what have you. So it will encourage other persons within the region who were who were skeptical because you know skeptic skepticism is huge in you know, what Very. we're doing. You know, we've we've I think we've probably killed about maybe eighty percent of the skepticism that we've had just by going to Las Vegas and coming back. You now everybody wants to be a part of the team, and um, you know we could get rid of a lot of that stuff by having these kind of initiatives. And as I said, because it will be bringing attention to products or attention to, to, to business persons, if you go the advertising model, it wouldn't be very difficult to get funding for that. It really wouldn't, especially if you're getting funding from somebody who knows what the, the value in market, their marketing dollar or their advertising dollar. So I do believe persons will be encouraged if it is done in the right way, because I don't, I think where Twitch is concerned or anybody else is kind of like, oh, you have to do your own thing, start your own thing. But we need help. We're not going to get the help from these guys over there. So we need to help ourselves. And that's, 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 that would be the power of a federation. That's why, I mean, just to kind of step out of what we're talking about, I'm, I, I will always be an advocate for governance and you know feder federation based esports because so much more people will be helped from privatized esports you know privatized esports will always only i don't know if you're still hearing me clearly no yeah you, you went down for like a second but I you're good down. now right right so um privatized esports kind of only focused on the superstars where Federation Esports is kind of mandated to develop the entire scene or the entire community. So you create those superstars or create, those, create that talent from zero. So if the Federation does its job right, there will be more persons that benefit from a platform such as this. Well, that's actually very, very important point that you actually just mentioned. Um... Because the truth be told, like, privatized esports, things like Overwatch, like what we said we weren't going to be talking about, like, the fact of the matter is those can go like that. But right. something that's, you know, a federation-based or something that's more like a overall, overall, like, governed body-based going through it with it like that, then that gives you more of a chance to, um, for starters, they're more inclined to tell you what's happening before it just happens. So you're not going to have a situation like Heroes of the Storm just disappearing and you finding out the day of. Mm -hmm. um, finding out that, you know, your entire training regimen and everything like that is now useless. Um, not only that, but you have a means to then move on to something else. The Federation is still there to help you. Um, exactly. You still have 
other means to continue on. Exactly, exactly. And um, it's definitely coming to that, Mike. Um, it definitely is based on you know, my insight and what's happening. Feder- Federation-based be- esports is necessary to take things to another level. It will no longer be just for the elites or, you know, the persons that have, that were exposed through whether friendships or just, you know, people that, famous people. We will now be able to expose persons that nobody knew existed. And even having discussions with the International Esports Federation where the, the game choices are concerned, they they want to be able to use the federations to help drive the types of games that are being developed. So if the federations have in-house development teams or development teams that are affiliated with the federation for the purpose of creating games that are attractive to a lot more genres than what, you know, where we see now, I mean, as I say, it's a little off, top, off topic, but it, it is the same, it's along the same lines of exposure. You could have a development team from the Caribbean through the federations or the West Indies through the federations where a title is created that is accepted by a mainstream and then it's an esports title, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's exposure as well. That's development exposure. You no longer have to wait on a big ticket or a big box development studio to come out with something that is esports because we have to draw we have to separate esports from video games because they're they're technically they're one industry drives the other but they can be treated separately because video games is kind of like whatever mm-hmm. esports if it if it if they're if it doesn't fulfill a certain criteria it's it won't be an esport title yep you know and you could, through the work of the Federation, through platforms like this and the streaming platforms, expose even an indie developer who say, hey, I, I graduated the incubator and here's my indie game that I'm streaming now. And then somebody might see it and say, hey, that game looks cool. You know, Let's work on that game or let's invest in this guy because he has something going. And then the Federation can license the game and turn it into an esports title and then it's used for our region and then we have our own championships with this game and then somebody from north america say hey can we license that game and we're like okay well it's 30 million to license it and then you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it it, they, it there's so many things like so many things mike so many things like i don't think i'll be alive long enough if we needed oh. to implement all of these things that i have like you know that i've really been considering and the reason why I say that is just because we're kind of moving slow yep. within the region. We are like, you know, you know where where we started. And I'm, I am a go-getter because I've been a businessman for like the past 15 years in the video game industry. And anything that comes to my mind, I, I just go for it, you know, win or lose. I just go for it because you never know what's going to hit. You never know what's going to hit. So with... If we all had that kind of fire, that kind of drive, as lovers of this industry, even without the funding, just to get our fundamental, just our paperwork right and our structures right, even without the funding, if the ideas are there, 
just conversations alone with business people will bring the funding. And as I said, our region thrives off tourism. And if tourism is the main driving force behind having this thing, it's easy to tap into tourism funds, you know? Yeah. Um, we do have some stuff inside the chat. Let's see. We have a question for you. How do you suggest we get Twitter to give or put forth something similar, like a Caribbean-approved server? I don't really know if we need something like that, but what, what are your thoughts? Um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, I, I, so my approach to this whole scenario is that I highly doubt there would be any mainstream platform right now that would even blink an eye or, you know, even turn their head to look our direction. So you may have, you can have conversations, but these organizations are so huge. Um, let me give you an example. ESL, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody knows ESL. Just a few years ago, ESL was, you know, just a normal company doing events and what have you, and they were building themselves. I had conversations with some big guys in ESL, you know, you know, about, hey, why not have ESL Caribbean type stuff, what have you, what have you. That was the lines of the conversation. And the guy said flat out, hey, I would do anything right now to spend a week or two or a month or two in Jamaica <laughs> preparing for an event. I think it's a phenomenal idea. The problem is, had you checked us three to five years ago, we would jump at this opportunity. Now, we're the largest esports production company in the world. We don't need to. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yep. They don't need to. We, we don't, they don't need us. It's, it's, we, it's almost as if we're saying we need you, but they don't need us. They don't. And I'm sure... And it's not that he was being disrespectful. He was just saying it from because he was trying his best because he was like, yo, I would do anything. Come to Jamaica? Hell yes. I'll just come. Like, he's saying, if you guys do in a tournament, I'll just come, you know? But to, 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 to have an organization now switch focus from global domination, from a continental perspective, our region, they, won't, they don't care. They really don't care. Like, we have to buy a plane ticket to go to their events, you know. But at the same time, he's admitting to me that he's ready to come to us. So if we want to do that from the Twitter perspective, we might have to just create our own tweet. I mean, I know somebody had tried like a Caribbean tweet thing one time. I do remember that. But um, I think Twitter has kind of, you know, marked out their spots where they need to market and it's going to be very difficult to to achieve that because maybe we're trying to achieve separate things where twitter versus streaming because i'm not seeing where twitter now will cause much exposure for the persons using it you know it's more like getting information out there versus exposing mm -hmm. talent and that kind of thing but I do believe even if that's the case, you may have to try it. Seek investment and just try that on your own instead of asking Twitter to come on board because they won't. They won't. I, think one of, for that. I think one of the easiest ways to have a method to find other people is just simply the hashtag, at least until we can get to that point where we have our own stuff. 
So if you want people to find you, work on getting a particular hashtag out there. And that, you know, if you want something done that gets noticed, it's that hashtag being used. It could be used on Twitter. It could be used on Facebook. It could be used on Twitch. It could be used in a lot of different places. And so you just, because the search for that, most of these websites have these hashtags already kind of enabled. Facebook has it, though people don't use it yeah. because it's Facebook. Um, right. But I'm pretty sure, like, if you look, if you look on Twitch, some of the biggest streamers from time to time will actually use hashtags in their, like, description titles and stuff like that. And that just is a way to find, to find particular things and events that are happening that they are subscribing to themselves. Um, right. Yeah. So I guess I guess that's that's you know one one type of advice to try and get yourself noticed. Um, you know. But um, I would also say because there was some parts inside the chat where I saw they were talking about like actually getting these things done. Listen, I'm I'm having a talk at a local event this upcoming Sunday about how anime and video games influence one another and one of the things that i found out was actually back in 1979 if i remember correctly um video games companies actually lobbied with the government to make the eisenhower one dollar coin which is too big for vending machines and arcades and stuff like that to make it smaller which is where the susan b uh, um, i think it's anthony coin came in they actually got that to happen Video game companies changed the currency oh, wow, that's in the United States. Think about that for a second. So if you have entire federations around the world saying, hey, well, we want this, and you have them pushing hard, they might actually just do it. And um, one thing I might add is that you you never know who is backing any particular federation because money is money is not necessarily the greatest obstacle. It's just the idea. It's just the idea. It's just the concept. People have money, but they have no clue what to do with it or where to place it. And with federations or with the unification of our region you never know so i'm definitely going to make it a point of duty at our next board meeting for the region to bring that topic up let us look at creating our own resources for our region for our players to be exposed you know for our countries to get some glory for for millions of people to log in just to see a Jamaican or a Bahamian or, you know, someone from some island because they're that good. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I always push for these things, you know, and, you know, we're just hoping that the, the other countries as well push. But I think I really do believe, Mike, that this is a conversation we probably need to take Offline. to a larger forum as well. No, not only offline, but just you know, to bring some 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 um, exposure to the conversation itself. So, um, we probably should have it on our stream one yep. day as well, you know, because 
we can get more ideas and try to get other countries involved in the process. Because that's the only way it's going to happen. You know, that's the only way it's going to happen. I, I agree. Um, I don't know if you want to have that conversation tomorrow or maybe next week or whenever. Um, well, the... tomorrow we can probably schedule it in for an upcoming week because I think tomorrow we have uh, we have a corporate guest. That's right, there. you do. Yes. Right. So that's going to be a whole different ball game because, uh, yeah, one she's a <laughs> she's a lady, so you know. <laughs> what about Santa? <laughs> you have Santa inside the chat. Yeah, no, she's a lady and she's corporate, so. Okay, fair it's, enough. Uh, it's, it's very disruptive. A very disruptive conversation will take place tomorrow. Yeah. Some people may like it. Some people may absolutely hate what we're coming with. But it's always good to hear someone else tell you the truth versus the people that you know yep. tell you the truth. Right? I, that's completely true. Hold on a second. Okay, sorry about that. Um but yeah, so okay, we'll um, what we'll do is, whenever that conversation is going to be happening, we'll stick up in. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so we'll stick up in. <laughs> yeah, we'll stick up in when that conversation happens. I'll, yeah. I'll let everyone know that you know tune into that particular JEI episode, and we can mm -hmm. if they want to continue this conversation as well. Yeah, certainly. Um, is there anything else in the chat that needs clarification, or everybody's happy? uh we have let's see we have one person's asking when's that meeting that you were talking about um like the server talk but really want to hear about the jamaican scene uh one person saying gregory i'm going to reach out to you bro dexton told me great things about you good conversation and another person is saying she's a beast she's uh i'm i'm not sure who he's referring to okay but yeah they were so it's what is that meeting uh they wanted to hear about the jamaican scene and apparently someone's going to be well, reaching out to uh, if it's the board meeting it will be right before the caribbean and central american championships in mexico so i think it's about november 29th uh but that's uh yeah that's a board meeting with the the, the caribbean representatives hopefully you'll be there mike I'm hoping. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you there. Um, but yeah, so that meeting is in November and I'll be happy to share whatever can be shared. I generally do like a little YouTube update just, you know, on what was discussed. But yeah, so November, the end of November is when you can look out for that info. And um, feel free to join the JEI Discord. I think um, Mikey can give out that info. So yeah. that um... feel free to join it and you know I, I really i really appreciate this uh we really should do this thing more often to kind of help each other's you know because you haven't left us one inch <laughs> so we need to really push that support across to you but yet the times that you do your stuff is just a little bit early for us and <laughs> you're you're here today right yeah i'm here i'm here, I'm here. so <laughs> that's what matters we make it we make it work we make it work exactly i did put your um your link to the discord in the channel so people who see that link that's the link to join the jei discord um if you're interested in something similar for the bahamas then it's this link that i'm going to be posting in as well 
And if, yeah, I mean, if there's any other topics that we can look into, you know, we can, I'll be happy to come back on and share, share, definitely. We have one. I think I, I think I owe you about 18 episodes. Something this. like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as our ending question from my pancakes, uh, we have a, the question is, what are the odds of a Jamaica versus Bahamas tournament? Um, well, I guess that uh, that could happen, um, you know. But I'll be very sorry for the Bahamas, you know. Really good, sir. <laughs> really good, sir. I have to yeah. stop you there. <laughs> we have some very good but players I, here. Yeah, we really should do something. Um, I actually have some planning meetings with that as well to try and get the federations that are in the English side of things a little more joined, joined, but we just, I guess we just have to finish the whole Federation side of things. So yeah. hopefully Bahamas would be finished soon. But as soon as it's possible, we can set up, we can set up online, online. Yeah. You know, any, yeah. Anytime, anytime, whenever we're ready. So we can work on that. Okay, great. So thank you everyone that actually decided to pop in be a part of the conversation but i'd also like to very much thank uh my good friend greg for actually taking the time and coming over to this show yes it was nice to be in the bahamas for a change <laughs> well you're always welcome my good friend you're always yeah, welcome thank you um, thank you and thank you guys out there i really appreciate it so guys don't forget we have esports wrap pretty much every tuesday at 6 30 p.m eastern standard time our sister show more tech is on every thursday for 6 30 p.m eastern standard time if you'd like inside the video descriptions below we have the discord chat for more cookies and those shows and we should also have a link to the bahamas gamers and otaku discord which is what i was mentioning earlier for the bahamas where you can join in if you're a gamer or if you're into stuff like anime, reading books, TV shows, other stuff like that. Um, we're just trying to create a community where everyone can come together and thrive. So until next time, everyone, take care.